What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? Big announcement today. We are now moving from our studio here in Galway to LA. We've just been signed by CNBC, so we'll be working from the States from now on. Just want to say a big thank you to everyone at CNBC. And uh, even though we only have a minimal number of subscribers, they've just seen massive potential <laughs> in us. So uh, we're moving up in the world, people. Did you buy sun cream yet? <laughs> yeah. Deadly. I have my factor 50 ready. Yeah. April Fool there in case anybody hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't resist. Who knows though? If anybody does want to say anything to us about CNBC. The power of suggestion. Yeah. Come on CNBC. Love that song. Isn't that in Ace Ventura? Did you read that one? No. Anyways. Power I won't, of I Love I know. Oh, I love that one too. Mm. Deadly. Okay. So Eve, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about uh, increasing value. Uh, concept that I suppose a lot of musicians music educators might be familiar with but um, the whole concept of being able to earn more money or be more valuable uh, for the same time yeah or increasing value for the same time so what makes your half an hour lesson different from everybody else's half an hour lesson and can you make can you give someone 30 40 50 euros worth of value for the price of 15 yeah increasing your worth Okay, so I'll talk about it from a music player perspective and then Dave's going to go into it from a music Daddy. educator perspective. Uh, so uh, one of the main things or the main thing I would say to increase in your value is um, it's thing it's a topic that uh, Andrew Carnegie talks about in his book. What's it called again? How to Win Friends and Influence People. Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Andrew Carnegie was the... The other multi-mogul yeah. billionaire dude anyway Dale sorry about that Dale no offence um, talks about being pleasant uh, so I would start there attitude and being pleasant would immediately increase your value to any organisation or band let's say because uh, if you can be someone who is enthusiastic about ideas and enthusiastic about opportunities and enthusiastic about venues enthusiastic about songs enthusiastic about your drums it's going to elevate the entire vibe and mood of the band 
so I would start there generally grumpy people do not, do, don't get hired as much as um, enthusiastic people or people with a good attitude I suppose you don't have to pretend to be enthusiastic but just try and have your own value sorted whereby you see the value in what you're doing and you're not just going into a band situation um, to try you know for your own reasons or to try and improve your own plane that you're giving yourself to the band that would be a major increase in value the next thing I would say then is um, you know your equipment looking after your equipment making sure it's top of the range getting the most out of the equipment you have so if you're someone that just <coughs> gets home takes a drum kit out of the car chucks it down the, the room until the next gig you're not going to be as valuable as a person that or actually some people don't even take their drums out of the car they just leave them there all the time so the more you can do to embellish your sound and make your drum kit sound sweeter the more valuable of a session player you are so that's a huge aspect to it find out how to maintain your gear find out how to tune your gear um study online what's the nicest sounding drums for you for your style of playing and definitely gear maintenance would be huge up there the next way you can increase value uh, as a musician is uh, appearance or presentability makes a huge difference now you don't have to go ballistic you don't have to look like motley crew or anything like that but definitely you can't rock up to the gig looking like trash either and i think a lot for some reason now i'm speaking from personal experience a lot of musicians have trouble with that so this is only my advice and my opinion now today as well you can you can write it off and say that you know i'm talking through my tail end but uh you can put music all down to talent and say this guy's getting in the band because he can play this and this and this and he's super proficient on his instrument but what i find is music is much more about connection than anything else connection and expression and a huge way of connection with people is how you look like that's that's the first impression so if you walk out on the stage uh i don't know not looking a certain way or not have given your looks any thought at all it says something about you that maybe you don't want to say don't worry been there done that lots of people will know that mr absolutely no fashion sense at all but um so you want to be connected with people and you connect with people visually so you want to be aware of how you look and what you look like when you're playing those three things I would suggest will increase your value as a player a lot. Hope that helps some people out. Hope it makes sense. Nice one. Yeah, that saying, never judge a book by its cover, it instinctively I find people tend to do that based on a look. Uh, I remember a gig a long time ago where, I don't know, were we, were we on the same gig together, but the person who was on guitar, they'd gotten a, a metal guitar, like one that looked edgy, looked class, and they took it out of the case to play in a rural country pub and straight away a couple saw the guitar we hadn't played a note the couple <laughs> saw the guitar and was like no i don't know what they sounded like but my in my head i heard them go oh dear god these ghastly men are going to play metal yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know exactly. they actually left and their eyes were glued on this guitar we went on to play like sweet home alabama and stuff like that yeah yeah but just to go into that appearances thing it's funny absolutely absolutely and and, and <laughs> it does it makes a huge difference yeah yeah so um and as well like uh, i know other people who've bought guitars and 
they get asked by the crowd to play the guitar, the songs belonging to that band. So if somebody bought <laughs> Angus Young's, the one that even looks yeah, like it, yeah, yeah. Like, play Thunderstruck. <laughs> yeah, totally. We don't know Thunderstruck. Yeah. Oh, go on, play. You have the guitar. Yeah, I have Nikes, but I don't play basketball. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. Know, it it's and there's a there's a friend of ours as well who 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 is a big uh, rockabilly fan, and uh, the Quiff is a is a big rockabilly oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, trademark or hallmark if yeah. you want, and he's a huge fan of that. But of course, a Quiff is also synonymous with something else, which drives him cracked. Oh yeah. So yeah, as soon yeah. as people see him, like he's a hardcore rockabilly fan, people ask for Elvis sometimes when yeah. they see him you know drives him crazy so yeah that image that you present does does create uh, a perception yeah uh, moving on to how to increase your value as a music educator uh, there are many things really for example one thing is information the more information well expertise I'll go with first we'd say I remember years ago I was going for lessons for something and what happened was I happened to ask the person, what's the difference? Years ago, I didn't really understand the concept of value a long time ago. And I asked the person who's educating me, what's the difference between what you're doing, what this other person is doing for more, and what that other person is doing? Because in my eyes, they were all an educator of this specific thing. Yeah. And the person told me straight up, they said, well, I'll manage to do this with you in 30 minutes. This other person who who charges more will get the same results in half that time and I'd never thought about that yeah and all of a sudden became a lot more aware like as a guitar educator now I can spot things coming a mile off that years ago it might take a few lessons for me to go oh that's a thing yeah and now now all of a sudden you've all this and load of it is unconscious just from repetition where it's just looking going well Oh, they're doing this thing with their pick. Yeah, odds are they might do this other thing. And if they do both of those, I can nearly bet something on it uh, that they'll do this third thing. So uh, experience is one, but good experience. Like just because you spend a few years being a music educator, it's not like a club where the more you hang out, the more membership you get. Like I I fully believe in upskilling as an educator and in general. I think educators who upskill, both in terms of music education, know more about their their role as an educator, the content. And for me personally, this is my own personal belief, I think personal development, communication skills, coaching skills, teaching students how to goal set. Uh, I'm far more into those than I am my guitar playing. I'll put it this way, technically, I don't think it's improved much in the last few years, but my ability as an educator have improved tenfold Yeah. because I'm happy teaching the same thing. So if you're an educator out there and you're teaching the same, you're happy teaching to a certain level, why not bring that level up to the moon and be yeah. known as the person who does it really well? Yeah. Um, if that's what you want to do, again, just to say that. Yeah. Uh, but I think just on that, that the majority of music lessons out there is... But I kind of have this number in my head somewhere between 150 and 200 lessons will get a person up to a level where they can start to educate themselves a lot more. So I think the main bulk of music lessons comes in that initial phase where you're trying to give people their wings almost like from beginner to intermediate. 
Yeah, I, I tend to go into that straight away. Like, because once I teach them, okay, the what is the content, excuse me, but the how, how do you know you're on track? How do you know you're off track? Yeah. And what do you do to get back on track? Those are three major things I try and build in from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I just mean in terms of, uh, like, the content musically. Oh, musically, So, like, yeah. eighth notes, sixteenth notes, quarter notes. Okay, yeah, da, da, yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, And, like, I just to, when you were talking about repetition there, I find the same thing. Like, you're nearly going through... I have no problem going through, like, a roadmap that I've nearly developed over the last 15 years for the first 150 lessons. I'd nearly consider putting it in a book. Yeah. It's so the same, depending on what genre comes before which one and which they're into. But yeah, and then you'll you'll I'd be the same as you. Like I'd have a huge amount of personal development, especially wouldn't be as good as yourself at the communication mm. for now. But again, it's upskilling. We do this thing called CPD with primary teachers, continuous professional development. It's a huge thing with with all. Is communication in that actually? No, there's no reference to it specifically. Okay. Yeah, it's a funny yeah. thing. It's a funny thing. Anyway, I won't go there. <laughs> yeah, you're no, I'm going to say a nothing. lot of stuff we could improve. <laughs> Uh, in the Department of Education, but um, that's for another podcast. Um, and we're on CNBC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to to not be afraid. I think what a lot of a lot of other music educators I know try and do is they'll they'll watch something that influences them on a weekly basis. Like so, they'll have some kind of YouTube channel or something that they might be following, and that week then they might end up doing that lesson with every student they have. Whereas I'd be much more comfortable getting absolutely expert on the first the first 150 lessons like you're saying yeah and having all all my inbuilt communications and all my inbuilt personal development examples and all that stuff inbuilt into the lessons that and that's where our approaches can differ at times like i'm so like i know what to do but i'll so respond to what's happening that week more so than follow a roadmap right Um, yeah yeah, yeah, so as an example somebody wasn't getting something there lately and some new video game was coming out. They were talking about Pokemon. And I saw the attention starting to dip in the class. And I was like, listen, this is like Pokemon. And yeah. straight away, the attention lifts. And now I'm connecting to Pokemon. And it worked, because it did. I wasn't yeah. just talking about Pokemon. but <laughs> And I played enough of it as a youth. So uh, that I had the experience. Uh, tying it back into experience. Uh, but yeah, so experience does play a major part. And... That is a major thing of value. But here's the thing. What do you do if you're starting out? Because when you're starting out, experience mightn't be there yet. And that's where study is huge. Studying your craft, studying your communication. Because some of them come over time with experience, but consciously sitting down and going, do you know what? I'm going to read a book on how to communicate effectively. I read one there last year, How to Talk So Kids Will Listen. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was cool, though. Um, I have to buy that book. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was cool. Um, but the thing was, and again with books, I'd usually finish them to the end. Because here's the thing, I knew a good lot of the stuff already from years of reading, but then found one key point that I journaled someplace. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And the journaling there yeah, as well. huge. Anyone who's starting off giving music lessons, if I could go back in time to my first lesson, all you have to do is take one one take or one learning from each lesson and, and like it will compounds oh but it'll massively 
increase the speed of 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 you becoming a better educator like it'll be huge i mean if there's one tip i could give in that sense it'd be journal for sure yeah reflect reflect on what went well in the day reflect on what didn't go well i still do it i did yeah. it this morning after yesterday oh yeah i wrote down how could i improve today that's Absolutely. you if you if you're not checking how you can improve as an educator uh then there will be improvements but man, if you hone in on it and hit in on it uh, tenfold, it will happen. And it just it just gets better for the student, for you, for everybody. Yeah. Um, so there's experience, there's consciously studying what to do. Now, in terms of content, then it depends. Like, uh, for example, I might send on some extra resources to some parents and then... I kind of get a feel that if it's a parent that might have loads going on with other activities and stuff, I mightn't do that. Yeah. It'll, okay. it'll depend. It'll depend. Um, so sometimes I'd send on extra resources like extra videos. Um, I might be brainstorming how something could work for a student and I'll send on to the parent what they need to do this week. Yeah. Things like that. Deadly. Yeah. So those are only three things, but there's loads. But those would be three main ones. Yeah, nice to keep it at three as well. The same, with, mm. same with the with the music, of, like being a session player and all that. I mean, there's so much stuff you can do to increase your value. But I suppose we're just trying to introduce people to the concept, really. Yeah, big time, big mm. time. So, is that it? Shane, so. see you next week. And just to clarify, we're not actually moving to, MB or what is it called, <laughs> CNBC. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I said NBC. Real. <laughs> is it? CBBs. Well, no, no, if they get in touch with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are no threat, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can find me at uh, Drumador, Facebook Drumador, or Instagram Drumador. Uh, send down a message. Anything you want to me to discuss about how I do things, please get in touch. Cool. Uh, you find me on Facebook under the Guitar Coach. You'll find me on YouTube under Dave Donahue. There are changes coming to that channel. Uh, about hit 500 subscribers. No, 5,000 subscribers. And uh, nice. so, yeah. So going to be doing a lot more of coaching material as well as guitar material on it. So check it out. Deadly. See you soon. Over and out. Thanks for watching.